When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's talk a little NFL, Chelsea. Nothing like getting a ringing endorsement from your boss, especially when your boss just happens to be Jerry Jones, and especially when you have not necessarily met expectations at your job. We're talking about Mike McCarthy, the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, and Jerry Jones made the announcement yesterday after exit interviews with the coaches and players that Mike McCarthy will be back as head coach of the Dallas Cowboys next season. And we know the book on McCarthy, right? Not necessarily a great game manager, does have a Super Bowl, but the Cowboys are the first team in NFL history to win 12 games in three consecutive seasons and not advance to a conference title game during that span. So, Chelsea, put on your GM hat. You're Jera. Oh, you just, uh, you know, I made a mistake not not keeping Jimmy around. I just want one more title for it. Or I go to the grave. I'm 81 now. I'm going to keep Mike around. Maybe maybe Dak will come back and have a, have a good season. You're Jerry. Is this the right call? Well, I think it does say something that this is a decision he made after talking to the players and the other coaches, right? Like the mm-hmm. fact that yeah. didn't we hear some kind of endorsement from Dak Prescott himself saying this game was on me, this was not on the coaching, and – there were some bad moments for Dak, and it was a team that was very much in a hole. I'll say I was kind of surprised that the Cowboys continued to chug along and actually scored points in this game. They didn't give up, uh, but I just feel like there is this narrative that Mike McCarthy is a bad coach, uh, and we've seen it in some of his time management decisions, but that really wasn't the case in this game because it wasn't a close mm-hmm. game. But coaching is always relative, and it makes me wonder – if they had already reached out to Bill Belichick, if he said no, if there is something else going on behind the scenes that we do not know about, because this is all relative. You shouldn't fire a head coach unless you have somebody in mind better to replace him. So maybe this is, you know, all of, okay, he really likes Mike McCarthy, Mm -hmm. or it's okay, we couldn't get anybody better. Do you think there's any of that that goes into this decision? Possibly. I also think that the argument, which I've heard a lot, is that if you plug and play here with Bill Belichick, the Cowboys are just going to start winning. 
We've seen that with the Eagles. Now, I know they didn't replace Nick Sirianni, but they they replaced both coordinators during the offseason. And this was a team that looked completely different by the end of the year on both sides of the football. So when you bring in a new head coach, he's going to bring in his guys. And what was it a few years ago with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? They brought back all 22 starters from that Super Bowl winning team. And the narrative was, look, nothing has changed. These guys will go back and win it again. Didn't happen. So what I'm saying is the idea that if you have the exact same team in place or the idea that all you need to do is change one thing, the head coach or maybe a coordinator, and you'll win, sometimes maybe that works in certain situations, but it's not nearly as easy as people make it out to be. It's still a team that has won 12 games in the regular season for three straight years. That's tough to do. Have they had disappointment, massive disappointment in the playoffs relative to their regular season success? Yes. But there's no guarantee that just replacing Mike McCarthy means the Cowboys are still going to win a Super Bowl. It's just, it's more difficult than that. Especially when it was a one-game problem. Like, the postseason Mm -hmm. was one game. And I guess we're not giving any credit to the Green Bay Packers. Like, the Cowboys at home as favorites should not have gotten their butts banked. But still, it's a one-game sample size. So if you look at the larger sample size, Mike McCarthy has had a good run in the regular season when coaching the Dallas Cowboys. I will say, I think I do like this approach more than the quick trigger approach that we've seen in, like, say, Carolina. Like, there is a myriad of problems in Carolina with David Tepper, the owner there. But when coaches don't even get a chance to implement their system and their strategies. Like how many games did Frank Wright coach? Like six? He didn't even get yeah. a full season, right? So I That's a actually terrible team. appreciate, right. But what I'm saying is like, he only got six games. Like what was, yeah. what was he gonna do with a really terrible team? So I know Mike McCarthy has had a few more seasons, but still maybe they're trying to keep some continuity and maybe they do like some of their coordinators. Because, like, they have done good things. Like, haven't we heard all kinds of great things about the defense and Dan Quinn and what he's done? Even though some of these guys may be up for head coaching jobs and maybe that kind of puts a spin on it, too. But there are good things about this coaching staff that it's not just, you know, the knee-jerk reaction of saying, hey, everybody's got to go because we lost a game. Sure. And I, I, I agree with you. And I also think that Dak Prescott has to own some of this. Everyone has to own some of this. It does come back to the quarterback. It comes back to the head coach. But you mentioned Dak Prescott. He gave a ringing endorsement Mm -hmm. of Mike McCarthy after that loss to the Packers and said, I would not have had the season that I had if not for Mike McCarthy. And so Mike McCarthy can only do so much. Yes, he can have his team prepared, or maybe they weren't prepared. You can make that argument. But ultimately... Dak Prescott has to step up in big moments as well. And I don't care who you are as a head coach. You can put your players in a position to succeed. They have to deliver too. Oh, for sure. It's all about execution. It doesn't matter how good the coach is. If the players on the field do not make the plays. And it's not just all Dak Prescott. Like the defense was giving up a lot of points as well. And that was a defense that was supposed to be one of the better defenses in the NFL. So it's not just Dak Prescott. It is really like 
it's really disappointing for Dak Prescott, especially this year, because I think all of us felt mm. like this year was different. He had made such a turnaround when it comes to keeping the ball in his hands. Last year, of course, he led the league in turnover in uh, interceptions, I should say. And this year, he was looking like an MVP candidate. So I'm not sure what went so wrong in that game, but you're right. He did own it. He did take some ownership of the loss, but it's not just on him. Like, it's a whole team game, mm -hmm. you know? So it's more than just Dak that is at fault for that big, embarrassing loss in Dallas. I agree, and I also think that when you have had a lot of success or you're on a successful path, there is something to be said for not having some sort of knee-jerk reaction and keeping the pieces in place that have made you successful and then also taking a step back and saying, all right, we seem to be on the right path here. What can we do to be better? What is the one thing that's holding us back? Is it coaching? Maybe, or maybe it's little things. Maybe it's, maybe it's building up to a moment where you finally break through. But I think ultimately when you have this much success, you risk things falling apart completely if you make wholesale changes after 12 wins in three consecutive seasons. And I will also say when it comes to job stability or confidence in your own ability to put out whatever you have as far as your talents go and, and make those talents help your team or help yourself succeed, it does help to have an endorsement early on from someone who is your superior. I remember early in my career when I was here in D.C. and I was, I don't want to say I was trying things, but my style wasn't necessarily the the NBC style. It had a certain way. Things were very staid at one point. And now, of course, the things back then wouldn't even move the needle. But I was trying some different stuff because I thought it worked, and that didn't necessarily go over well with corporate. But my local GM came to me and said, hey, I know that you might get a little blowback from corporate. I don't want you to worry about them because I see what you're doing, and I think it's great, and so do not worry about it. And that sort of confidence that is that is sort of inside of you when someone above you believes in you says, no, maybe maybe the, the road gets a little crooked here, but we're going to stick with you, can go a long way. And hopefully it works that way out for the Cowboys where, all right, you've had some success. We know you want to do more, but we believe in the path that you're on. And that can go a long way, not just with the coaches, Chelsea, but also with the players. Right, and also establishing some sort of stability because imagine the offseason if they're bringing in a new head coach and new coordinators. That means the offense is oh, learning man. a new playbook and they are learning all sorts of new things. And so it's just going to make them hard, make it harder on that team going into the regular season next uh, season. But also an important point that I think that people need to remember is that when we are sitting at a sports bar or when we are talking with our friends, our opinion of Mike McCarthy does not matter to Jerry Jones. We would like to think that it <laughs> right. does, but wouldn't the players probably know better? And that's the thing. Like I have never played football. So like, I think some of his game time, you know, game management situations down the stretch, you know, managing the clock are a little cumbersome, but if his team is giving him endorsements, that probably matters way more than what like we think. Correct. Yes. Yes, I can assure you that what Dak Prescott thinks or what Jerry Jones thinks, who knows Mike McCarthy, who works with him on a daily basis, means a little bit more than some schmo yelling at the TV in the bar during the playoffs. So you're absolutely right about that. 
For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.